Welcome to the podcast, and we will be speaking today with Peter Babienda. He is based in Kampala, that is in Uganda. As you may know, uh, I love forests, in particular rainforest. I really dislike deforestation. Now, Peter wrote an article about a rainforest in Uganda with the title Why Uganda, the world, should protect Bugoma forest at all cost. You can find the link to the article in the show notes. You can find it on our website, that is podcast.earth. It really made sense to talk with Peter. He is actually someone that makes a difference and will make a massive difference in the future where rainforests are concerned, where the environment is concerned. Fantastic to have him as a guest. Without further ado, here he is. So speaking here with Peter, Peter Babienda. Babienda. Babienda, Peter there Babienda. we go. Yeah, yeah, almost right. Then. Mm. And uh, Peter is lecturer at the School of Economics at Makerewa University at Uganda. I take it that's in Kampala. Yes, Kampala. Kampala, because I have been to Kampala. And I have been, oh, yeah, 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 I've been to Uganda. So, you know, I've been mm. there. So, And uh, your areas of specialization are policy analysis, uh, economic econometrics, um, environmental and land economics um, with research interests in the areas of environment, climate change, biodiversity, forestry, water resources and agriculture. And at the moment in your thesis, from what I understand, you are examining the likely potential impact of climate change on agriculture. Yeah, all correct so far? Yes. And uh, also you are investigating where there's a difference in welfare outcomes between um, the uh, adapting, non-adapting farming households in Uganda. And you are also a member of the consulting team at the Uganda's National Planning Authority and at the East African Northern Corridor Project. So it's an absolute pleasure to have you here and um, very welcome. It's my pleasure to to. To, to be hosted by, by you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm coming to you because there was an article that I read. Um, why Uganda and why the world should protect the Bugoma forest at all cost. And um, that's really, you know, I've, I've got, um, you know, a weakness for a rainforest. I really think these, these should be protected. So this article really came to my heart here. And what you mentioned in the article is that Uganda is one of the countries in Africa with the highest uh, rate of deforestation, 2.6%. Um, That's quite high, is it? Yeah. Um, uh, according to the latest uh, estimates yeah. by by Uganda National Forest Authority, they put it at 2.6%. Wow, wow, wow. And you say yourself, this this is too high to be ignored by yeah, all the Ugandans. Yeah. Why, why do you say that? And why did you write the article? Writing the article on, on Ugoma forests yeah. was one of my contributions to to the Save Ugoma initiative that is all over the media. Many people have come up, have talked about um, why we need to, to protect Ugoma forest. Yeah. Um, so I also said, well, as one of my contributions as an, as an environmental econom economist, mm -hmm. uh, I should put something in the media. One of the major problems we, we face here in Uganda and other countries, we lack the valuation of natural resources. Uh -huh. People yeah. do not know the, the, the value, uh -huh. the exact value of this resource. Uh -huh. um, so they look at uh, other things. If I cut down a tree, yeah. I will be able to get charcoal. 
Yeah. So someone looks at the price of charcoal yeah. and doesn't look at other benefits. Yet the benefit of that tree are more than uh, the, the charcoal. Yeah. Uh, and then being from Hoima, uh, being a native of Hoima okay. myself. You are you are from the area, are you? Yeah, I'm from the area. Okay, right. Yeah. When we are young, mm-hmm. when we are young, Hoima had that Hoima district, the, the Maza district. Yeah. Uh, had so many small forests. I remember when we were growing up, we, we used to grow up with, uh, we would see the, 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 the gorillas, we would see the monkeys in our compounds, we would see the baboons. Why? Because the forests were near at that time. Mm-hmm. But as we talk now, all those Ankhziyalari forests have been cleared. Really? Because there came tobacco. There was a time of tobacco which was being run by a company called British American Tobacco. Uh-huh. Okay, British so, American Tobacco. Um, <laughs> Another one, yeah. When we were growing the tobacco side, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the time they cleared most of those small forests. Right. Uh, um, and now as we talk, you can't see any forest. So the forest we are remaining with in the area now yeah. is the Goma Forest, which is currently in the in the new district, yeah. uh, Chikube district, which was cut from Hoima, and Wodongo Forest. So there's two, two forests? Yeah, there are two forests. Two forests, They are near one another. So okay. there's Wodongo Forest in Masindi, and then uh, Wodongo Forest yeah. in Chikube. Uh-huh. So why why, uh, why are we saying that we really need to protect this forest at, at all costs? One is the region, as you could be aware, there is... Oil, the oil was discovered in that region, uh-huh. in the Vunyoro region. Oil, okay. They are, they, mm-hmm. they, they are, that's where the oil activities are. That's where the oil exploration is taking place. That's where we are proposing to build a refinery. We are pro- now, when you look at all these things, mm-hmm. all these things will be, ex, uh, they will be producing a lot of gases, a lot of green gases. So we need trees to absorb these gases. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why we are saying Goma forest should, should remain. Yep. Now, yeah. th- then secondly, even before I go to that, mm-hmm. uh, which I've just mm-hmm. said, is that the, the trees, the trees themselves, mm-hmm. in their own, uh, in their current state now, we can still get more money uh-huh. uh, from the forest uh-huh. right. in terms of tourism. Just tourism or, or is there more to it? Um, is it just tourism? Instead of converting the forest now yeah. into a garden, yeah. we would rather encourage ecotourism uh, activities yeah. around the lake. Yeah. I mean, sort of around the forest. We would rather encourage the agroforestry agro activities, those activities that are friendly mm-hmm. with the forest, such as the beekeeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we are trying to encourage our people that you see, because when you look at the impact assessment, yeah. For this proposed project, yeah. If you read it, because they are talking of building a city, they are talking of uh-huh. providing jobs, they are talking of, but some of the things that we are going to lose are irreversible. Irreversible, yeah, yeah. We yeah. may not have them again, um, and the, the desert that may result as a result of clearing the trees, the change in the weather. Yeah. As we talk currently, Bunyoro is. Bunyoro region, where the, the forest belongs, mm-hmm. is faced with the uh, floods. Um, as we talk, even in Ichikube district alone, people are being displaced. And I saw on the news, the area member of parliament was again requesting to be allowed people, so that people can settle in the forest, yeah. in the part of the forest. Mm-hmm. That's why they are proposing 
Uh, you see the issues people look at the forest as a free thing. Um, yeah. He was asking part of the reserves so that people can be resettled there. Uh-huh. One of the reasons we are having the rising water levels, we have been telling people, is the cutting of trees. Because these trees help to, to save the soil. Yeah. Uh, people are uh, poor, poor farming methods. Uh, we are, we have, where soils end up in the lake. So they have caused what we call lake sedimentation. Okay. The lake is shallow. Uh-huh. So once the water increases, yeah. then the water will rise. Since then now the lake, I mean, the lake is shallow, yeah. and the yeah. and the soils from the gardens, from what, um, uh, the the pollution bags, the all the rubbish yeah. which have polluted the lake, um, the the trees which used to sieve, which would do, which would sieve, which would act as a sieve, so that these things would remain there, we are cut down. Yeah. So. This would be another reason why we need the Bukoma seriously to, 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 to remain. Right. We need trees. We need jobs. Yeah. Uh, we need the timber. That means we need uh, furniture and so on. Sure. What we are talking about is sustainable use. Sustainable How can we use, use the environment yeah, sustainably yeah. Yeah, 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 to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to develop? And mm. the development with the trees, development with the lakes intact. Development with the national parks center. That's what we're trying to talk about, and that's what we are trying to tell our people through the articles. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I've been writing these articles where, wherever I get space, mm-hmm. uh, trying to see how can we preserve the environment. Uh, why all of us is our role to protect the environment and so on. What What is NEMA? I saw in your article. I saw NEMA. What is NEMA? N E M A. NEMA. Yes. Yeah. NEMA what is that? Is a coordinating. We, it is like a coordinating body. Okay. Uh, it is in full. It is called the National Environment Management Authority. Right. Okay. It coordinates. It coordinates all the uh, the bodies that are responsible with pro- uh, with the protection of the environment. So right. they are the major ones. They are the uh, they are the bosses of right. this area, and they are the ones that provide the certificate. Okay. If you are to use before you do anything, before you start a factory in Uganda, you must have. Uh, a certificate from the NEMA. From NEMA. So we have some companies that have come, yeah. I'm not mentioning any of them, but that have come from other countries, which have been chased from other countries. Yeah. And now they are all here, so are struggling for land. Right. Remember also, the population, the Uganda's population is increasing. Yeah. What is your population? In those days when we are talking of where we had 24% of the forest cover. Yeah. The population of Uganda at that time was 9 million. Okay. And now? Now it is close to the estimation tell us they are 40, uh, 45. The estimation, latest estimation from Uganda uh, Bureau of Statistics yeah. projected to be around 45 million people. Wow. So okay. the, yeah. the population is increasing. Yeah. The land is not increasing. No. Now what will happen? <laughs> forest. Yeah. They will look for that free land, which is the forest. Right. So that's where mm-hmm. the, the, the management authorities have to come up. We, and we need also to involve the people because unless people are aware and they change their attitude towards the protection of the environment, they yeah. will not. They will not listen. They're not. Okay. Nima, are they doing a good yeah. job? Because they said they only approved grasslands, not the forest to be, you know, developed. In my view, Nima is trying to do Try, their okay. work. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, the capacity, there are other issues what, which could be making their work hard. One is the, the capacity. I don't know whether they have been fully empowered in terms of the budget, yeah. in terms of the equipment to monitor. Mm-hmm. All of us, mm-hmm. we need to come up. 
all Ugandans need to own the environment and say enough, enough, enough is enough, we have yep. destroyed the environment, now yep. let's protect the environment. Mm -hmm. Instead of cutting Bugoma, Bugoma can provide so many jobs, so many other people, and then we even make more money than what we can get from the, from the sugar. Uh-huh. But what about oil? You say oil is there, right? So at a yes. certain point, a certain point, money talks, and oil is money, eh? So that's difficult, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you see it everywhere. You see it in Brazil. You have the Amazon region there. It's not only that they're building fields and regenerating the land for farming and uh, and cattle grazing, but it's 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 also every year it's encroaching a little bit uh, on on the Amazon, and that's. That's happening everywhere in the world. Um, obviously, in Brazil, 50% of the Amazon is protected by law. Um, mm. Not sure how that is in Uganda, um, but what, how, how is it in Uganda? Is, is this the same thing as what's happening in, 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 the, in the forests of uh, Budongo and uh, Bugama? Is it is, is basically encroaching on the forest every moment? Or is it going slowly? Is it going fast? How is it going? Uh, thank you so much um, uh, for that question. Before I answer that question, sure. I want to give a small background okay. on the deforestation in, in Uganda generally. Okay. Just like in Amazon, as you have said, mm. uh, we had a, a situation here in Uganda where the, uh, I don't remember the year, but we had a forest close to Kampala called Namamve okay. Forest Reserve. Yeah. And Namamve Forest Reserve was given, was converted into an industrial park. And various plots were given to uh -huh. um, the industrialists. People were going to, to start industries in Namam. If you today you go to Namam, the area, mm -hmm. you'll find their industries. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that, uh, mm -hmm. and that's what we ask environmentalists face, is you cannot talk of um, protect the environment uh, and then you forget the, the economical goals mm -hmm. because as a government the government has a has uh, a, a responsibility of creating jobs the government has the responsibility of of, of making sure that people the, the citizens have uh, goods and services mm -hmm. so that's why I told you the issue of sustainability, mm -hmm. uh, of the sustainable use of environment. If you have given away uh, Nama and the forest and you have given the reasons, then let's preserve Mavida forest, for example. Mm -hmm. Let's have, let's uh, increase the size. Let's restore some forests uh, uh, to cover up what you have, you have given. Mm -hmm. So that's why you are seeing that um, just like the Amazon, uh, if when you look at the president, the Brazil president uh, is somehow reluctant, and yeah, and, yeah. and it's because <laughs> the politician uh -huh. is, is, is looks at the people. The people, if the people want land to settle in, is looking at a vote. Uh -huh. So that's why I told you we need to sensitize our people uh -huh. first, so that people know the environment. But also remember, for us, uh, say for example, from economics, yeah, economic theory. Yeah. We are told you cannot tell people that to protect environment if they are poor, <laughs> if they have nowhere to stay. And yeah. you are saying, let's protect this environment. Someone has nowhere to stay. Yeah. Someone has no food. Mm -hmm. That person is going to go and destroy the environment. Mm -hmm. So that's why in economics, uh, we have been told that sometimes for you to be able to protect the environment very well, you need some level of development first. You need to have attained a given a per capita income. Mm -hmm. uh, because when people attain that given per capita income, then they start to demand a good environment. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. in Uganda also, 
uh, maybe what we can do there is also to try and put pressure on the international uh, environmental uh, bodies mm-hmm. and the UN, maybe to come up and start paying uh, these developing countries, paying them some rent to protect the environment. Uh-huh. Because um, just like uh, like for Amazon, I have seen here in Africa, they have, I think the UN start passed, I think, uh, some money to pay Gabon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Gabon mm-hmm. is one of the forested the, uh, countries in Africa. Yeah. I think now Gabon is being paid to protect the environment. Yeah. Maybe we should do the same yeah. uh, uh, yeah. the same in Uganda to protect uh, these forests. Okay. Uh, another thing there before I leave is the issue of ownership. Okay. The, the issue of land ownership. For example, as we talk now for Bugoma issue, they are telling us what the area which is going to, to be given to the investor is a private land. That's what they are telling us. It is a private land that belongs to Vinyoro Kitara Kingdom. And Vinyoro Kitara Kingdom, since to their land, they had the right to sell. So implying if we can have a fund, if there was a fund, would be would have been able to refund with even interest. To Masuga, we say, yes, you bought, you, uh, but less for the good of, 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 of the environment, for the good of the future generation, mm-hmm. let's protect this environment. So um, uh, I, I think if, if we can start paying for environment, mm-hmm. we had some projects mm-hmm. here in Uganda uh, uh, where they were paying for ecology services. Yeah. And the results there uh, uh, show that the people started to, to, to kill, even the private uh, uh, forests. Uh-huh. Because what happens is that forests are looked at as public goods. No one cares. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a we. Now, a we is very difficult to protect mm-hmm. once the I exceeds the we. Uh-huh. So okay. someone look at me as me, what, what benefits do I get yeah. from this forest being here? Yeah, I, I'm not getting anything. But if, if they remove this forest and put a sugar plantation and then I get a job, I will be enjoying it. Yeah. So um, these, these are public goods. Then uh, their protection should be collectively, mm-hmm. uh, should be collective in a way that we have a fund uh, to protect. We have a fund. We 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 have, uh, and uh, people are aware yeah. of the why that why, why that forest will be protected. Yeah. Because before this Bogoma giveaway, we had I think government wanted to construct a road, uh, oil roads. You know we are constructing oil roads. Sure. Yeah. Yep. To obviously transport the oil and you know to get all the workers down there. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You, the government wanted to build a road through the forest. Yeah. Nema came out and said no. Oh, really? So they said no. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah, really they, good. They yeah. refused. They said you will be destroying the... Uh, you will disturb the biodiversity. You will disturb the animal uh, animal reproduction, animal mating. You will kill some animals like snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will chase some animals and so many other things. And they, all of us were happy. We said yes. Now, this time, when the problem has come, is, is on the issue of the exact area they are ah, talking about. Okay, right. Because officially, they are telling us they are giving an area that is near the forest. Right. Farmland, right? Or am I wrong? They're saying it's grassland or something, right? It's not actually yeah, the forest, the is what they're saying. Yes. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But for us, theoretically, we know that grassland is very important to the forest. Okay, why is that? Uh, one, for the forest expansion, yeah. then two, for the inhabitants, okay. the animals, those animals that are good for tourism. Yeah. 
that's where they met from. That's where they fertilize, the fertilization takes place. That's where they eat. Okay. That's where they graze. Mm-hmm. So we need that land. That is the potential area for the expansion. Right. Right. And then you talk as well about the uh, local community um, that, that has not been involved mm. so far and that should really be involved. But you say as well at the same time, from what I hear, that they need to see, see the positive sides of really, you know, uh, uh, keeping the environment as it is. And they have to see some kind of income because if there's going to be a sugar, sugar plantation, they will see the income. So there has to be an alternative for, for that where they can see the benefits uh, for preserving the environment. And you say that the best way to do that is to have money coming in from authorities such as the UN. That is your solution for that. Is that correct? Or? Yeah, that's one of my, my suggestions. Yes, okay. I, in the article I did say that uh, because I talked to the, uh, the head of that clan, yeah. which originates from that area, yeah. they told me they were not consulted. Okay. But when we found out from Nema, Nema said they couldn't consult uh, the public because of COVID-19. Okay. I found out that um, uh, the local population, mm-hmm. uh, given the the poverty rates, given lack of money and what, mm-hmm. I, I realized that once, assuming they are just bribe, if someone can just bribe them with small money, just like uh, $10, mm-hmm. these people will all sign and say, let the forest go. Oh, really? Is that so? And they, they uh-huh. support it. So, yeah. That's why I'm talking of the issue of sensitization. Right. I am happy now so many wow. people have come up to sensitize the, uh, the masses. The masses are now getting sensitized yeah. uh, on the importance yeah. of the forest. Yeah. On um, The only thing which is lacking is now involving this community now mm-hmm. into groups uh, so that we bring the, we teach them how to do the agroforestry activities, the, the activities that are friendly with with the forest. As mm-hmm. I gave you an example, beekeeping, for example. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the ecotourism activities, so that these people can get income and then they can actually sit. You know, as I was uh, one time, I was telling a certain hotelier here in Kampala. Yeah. That you may not see the importance of Goma Forest. Is for you think own a hotel. You think when the vision falls, goes, mm-hmm. you are unaffected. Yeah. Now, I was trying to tell him that there is someone who comes from London. You will find a pilot here, say, in, in Fly Emirates, are being indirectly employed mm-hmm. because of Ugoma. Mm-hmm. So this is the information we are trying to tell the other environmentalists. Right. To pass out, and even the environmental media. And that's why I want to start organizing here some trainings for environmental, so that they can report with facts. Yeah, People don't know the, the, the value of a resource. Yeah. So for it, they look at it as just there. So they rather have a sugar factory yeah. built there than having a forest. It's just something that's there that can be disposed of when they want to, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empowerment yeah. of the regulator authorities yeah. so that they can do their work independent of any interference right and then the payment we need to pay for ecosystem we need to pay for the carbon we need to pay so that people can see that once i have a tree a tree is now a source of revenue Mm it's a source of income Uh, i think there we we shall we shall make it okay and you're advocating for quite a few things um no one to be allowed or farm in the wetlands and you also talk about continuous monitoring and data updating of the environmental natural resources in the country and on private land so that that's quite difficult isn't it to do that that's quite a lot 
isn't it? And at a certain point, money will talk, I take it, because that's what's, that's what's happening. Uh, we're coming to that in a moment, but that's what's happening in other countries. Um, you, I mean, is, is that a very dark outlook from my side? Yeah, I, uh, you are right. I did give so many uh, recommendations. Some of those those recommendations that I gave uh, are part of the mandate of the regulatory authorities, are part of the mandate, say, uh, NEMA's mandate, okay. uh, NFA. We have quite many because we have NFA that is in charge of forests. Yeah. Then we have Uganda Wildlife Authority. Right. The one which is in charge of the animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have one which is in charge of forests and another one which is in charge of the animals. And then you have Uganda Tourism Board. Mm-hmm. And the another thing maybe which I didn't put there is trying to encourage our people, Ugandans, to appreciate their nature. Because I'm showing someone goes to the forest, like me has gone to forests, the relaxation you get, the freshness you get alone, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. There's no no doubt about it. <laughs> yes, I, I will not accept someone to just come from nowhere and take over that. Uh-huh. But that is missing. That is missing. Uh, so the tourism board should really try to do its best. There are many people in Hoim who have never reached Rudong, so they don't know what you're talking about. Even though they're from the area, they don't know the forest. Is that correct? Yes, is that what you're saying? Know, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's difficult to. I understand. I understand. Now, there's quite a few articles. There's quite a few articles. Uh, obviously, we have the Trump administration um, still in place at the moment, lifting environmental uh, protections on the largest forest in Alaska. It's like nine million acres. And they say, well, you can cut through it. You can put roads there, just like what has been pre- prevented uh, by NEMA, you just told me, um, in, in, in Uganda. And um, then we have in obviously in, in Brazil, um, where the Amazon is being destructed. And basically what is happening is that these are world leaders um, that are putting the interest of, of business and that can be oil or that can be factories or that can just be uh, lands being forest being converted into uh, farmland or cattle grazing lands, basically. And they put that basically above the environment. And uh, it, these are very powerful countries. Brazil is the number one in South America. Obviously, the U.S. is is, is massive worldwide. These are very yeah. powerful economical powers. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just wondering, if people cannot even stop something there, if they can't stop what's going on there in America and in Brazil, why do you think they can stop that in Uganda? Uh, yeah, um, yes, we have been seeing um, uh, over the news, uh, which I can call the, the big economies, mm-hmm. uh, their stand on the environmental protection. Uh, and by the way, you see, um, uh, one time when we were in class, um, those are some of the things, we, the arguments we had. Right. Like someone was telling uh-huh. us that some countries developed because of this, of exploiting their environment. Uh, that's where they got money to develop. Exactly. And now you are saying yeah. we should protect. Yeah. <laughs> we should protect ours and remain poor. Yeah. But at that time, what we just tell people is that at that time there was no information. Maybe um, mm-hmm. right now we are looking at the cost of of replacing envirom- uh, the, the environmental destruction is too high. We can't afford it. Uh-huh. So now that we have information. It is better we use uh, that information to preserve the, the, the less we have. Mm-hmm. I've told you in Uganda already, uh, by independence, 24% mm-hmm. of Uganda's land was covered 
by forest. But now we are talking of 15%. Remember, it went even to 9%. Mm-hmm. Only that now the government now became tough and they have tried to recover. But contrary to what we saw in Brazil and, and the U.S. is that here, what we see is that the president comes out and gives direct uh, directives. He, he has been coming up uh, out to, mm-hmm. to condemn those acts of environmental destruction and others. Okay. The, the, the issue comes here on the implementation. People mm-hmm. getting land titles in a wetland, people getting land titles in a forest. Okay. So uh, the president comes out, gives the direct, but it's not implemented. So unlike the other side where they are, they are, they are mm-hmm. suspending, for us here, instead, we are having directives to protect. Okay. Even on Bogoma Forest alone, the president came out on his visit in Hoima and he said, no one will tamper with Bogoma. So he's a good president, is he? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. So, but now what remains is to see the actions. Ah, okay. Because I've also read in the papers that cabinet has halted all activities. Yesterday, I read the, the statement from the owner of that land, who is the, the Bunyurukhtara Kingdom. You mm-hmm. were saying the land in question is not a forest, although that land had some trees. Right. Yeah. But again, for us, we are saying from the other point is that that land, we need it. So, so as it can act as the expansion, it can act as the uh, the grazing for the animals in the forest. Yeah, got yeah. You. So that that that's important. That's what you're aiming for to really get that message across. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So we are not sure of the the hidden plans of the sugar factory. When it comes there, yeah. what will it do? At night, this book can enter into the forest and destroy the forest. Yeah. So that's why we are saying that we need the entire that entire place. Yeah preserved we want to declare the protected area for the for the future mm-hmm. and as i told you from the start is that with the oil exploration activities that mm-hmm. we all know these are uh, uh, intense in terms of producing gases mm-hmm. then you can't you need goma forest to act as an absorber absolutely of that carbon yeah and not only that not only that, I also read that to prevent the next pandemic, there's an article here in Science News, it says you have to cut down fewer trees. And, and the reason for that is to say, basically, you know, viruses jump from animals to humans. And uh, yes, obviously, you know, they, they humans encroach further and further into natural world. So the that's where the worst outbreaks really came from. They're talking about SARS, Ebola, HIV, uh, the coronavirus yeah, as well. All coming because you know we're reducing really nature. We should fight deforestation. Do you see any correlation there? Can you agree with that from your side? Or yes, absolutely. I agree with with, with what you are saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we have had a ball outbreak. Yeah. Um, in Uganda, and, and it came from neighboring Congo, mm-hmm. and it was brought by the people who were encroaching the forest, as you have said, yeah. who are encroaching the forest. And sometimes also, as you know, as we keep uh, encroaching the forests, encroaching the habitat of these natural, uh, of these wild animals, then the wild animals come to us mm-hmm. and then bring us those outbreaks. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I agree. I absolutely agree. And actually, that is the same thing as I said even in my, in my article. Yeah. For example, um, when you look at Lake Victoria Basin, yeah. all the forests, all the wetlands that used to be in that basin have been destroyed, Okay, have been tempered with. There are now industries there. There are people are digging their farms. Mm-hmm. So what is happening is when rain comes, all soil is going to the lake. Mm-hmm. 
and then the lake uh, the lake is shallow yeah. and then uh, because of sedimentation then you have outflow mm-hmm. when you go to my home Unyoro, mm-hmm. the all sub counties of Butiaba all houses when you go to Butiaba now mm-hmm. are in water so we should learn from that and you know that nature can strike badly and nature does not forgive it will always be a revenge <laughs> right, right. That's a good end note. It's very positive. Uh, we can learn basically from the mistakes that we've made. So that's absolutely positive indeed. Yes, yes. That's, I mean, it cannot yeah. all be negative. So that, that's a good thing. Is there anything else that, that, yeah. that you would like to say? And also, where can people find you, if I may ask? Um, do you have like a, a blog or something like that? Or um... Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you so much uh, once uh, for this uh, wonderful opportunity. Thank you. For me to yeah. lay out yeah. uh, views. Mm-hmm. On, on environment mm-hmm. but um, what i want to end with is that um, let it be a responsibility of everyone mm-hmm. to protect the environment mm-hmm. our constitution here in uganda our constitution 19, uh, 1995 as amended gives the responsibility to every citizen uh, to uh, a good environment and the protection it is our right to protect our environment and conserve the environment we see in the country here, there are so many things that are um, unregulated, mm-hmm. uh, things like bricklaying, people just anywhere. And these are all these things that are causing more problems. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, waste, waste management, uh, people dumping waste anywhere, the bottles, the plastics, mm-hmm. and all these things end up into the lake, and, and they are causing more problems. Um, Cutting of trees, um, things of to do with charcoal, mm, charcoal burning, and, and other things. Um, then also, uh, we are seeing now the, the, the encroachment on the on the natural forest that we are remaining with. So I therefore call upon everyone uh, to join the efforts to, to save our forests, and where possible, restore the destroyed forest for the good uh, for the good of us and also the good of our future. And the, where to find me, um, uh, as, as you introduced me, I am an assistant lecturer here at School of Economics, McCray University. Yep. And, uh, um, uh, and also uh, a research fellow at the Environment for Development, Environment for Development uh, Uganda Center, which is also housed here at the School of Economics, okay. uh, McCray University. Brilliant. So I am available for environmental issues um, because at EFD, what we want to do is we want to start training of how to to uh, to value environment. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. Much appreciated. That was the podcast with Peter Babienda. Great to have him on the show. I will put all the links in the show notes on our website. That is podcast.earth. And you have been listening to Peter de Vries. And thank you for doing so. Um, Don't forget to tune in next time for more conversations about the environment, about responsible travel, digital nomads, sustainability. It's all here in the podcast. Thank you.